Welcome to The Blueprint, episode 27, our final one. We had a little break last week because everyone went on holiday. Uh, I didn't go on holiday, but I had a nice break. So bigging up our backroom staff and bigging up Thames Delta. Our very special guest today is J-Line, uh, which I'm a big fan of. So we're going to go right back to the history, episode 27. Wow. So we've been running, um, it was meant to be 25-week residency but we went over because there was obviously covid and this that and the other so we made up a few of the dates and then we are going to have a rest i believe for about four or six weeks boom and then we're back for for season two season two so end of season one episode 27 j-line in the building big up yourself my brother good to see you, you are part of the thames delta quest family as well oh, you do a lot of stuff in the studio and stuff yeah yeah um Let's take it right back. Real name? James. And how did you get the name J-Line? Oh, good question. So uh, my last name's Hicks. And when I started to play drum and bass again, after I had a little break from Garage, after I first very started playing Jungle, um, it's when I started playing drums properly. Um, my name is Hicksy. <laughs> and so that's my last name is Hicks. And... Uh, I got, not related uh, to the hardcore Hicks. No, not at all. Right, yeah, okay, no, because I, I know him. Yeah. Well, my last, my DJ name was DJ Hicks. Um, okay. Being a rebel, H I triple X, it was. And um, if you look at the name, it looks awfully like Hicksy. So right. uh, when I got asked, so hold on, you started off playing Jungle. Yeah. Very, very first, yeah. First, and, and then then you went to Garage. Uh huh. And then from Garage, you came back out of Garage into Jungle D and B. Yeah. And then the name J Line was born. What then? Yeah. What What year was that? Um, two thousand and one, two thousand two. Yeah, end of end of two thousand one, beginning of two thousand two. I started. Yeah, that's when I started. So you're from Manleysens. Yeah, I'm Basildon Essex. Wow, born and bred, man. Excellent. So, um, and did you play at the Slammers? The Slammers, no, no. So when did you get into it? Late for for me. That's, uh, like I said, I'm the oldest new guy in town, bro. Like I, I, all the stuff that everybody remembers, like the labyrinth and the the parties of them times. Like I just about remember Herbal. Right. You know, like I went. So you're to, in a new school. I, I am. The I'm new just school. literally kicked out of the old, right. dragging into the new. No, okay, kind of thing. Right. So you 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 remember because yeah, Ryder used to do his nights there. We did a few things there. Herbal was a great venue. Oh, really, I, really I, yeah. I big up Spence, you know, I do miss that geezer. And we used to do the after parties upstairs. So big up Spencer wherever you are now. I I, I think he um Turned them into flats or something and made some uh, d decent. What, they're, dough. they're gonna, there's some flats with some good memories and yeah. good vibrations right oh, there. Mate, I know that we much. Some, we had, some, yeah, and big up um, the legendary Paul Trouble Anderson because I saw him play there a good few times. He had his little team and we used to play there and he used to do house nights. So, how did you get into Jungle? What was the first Jungle record that you heard? Or first Jungle or record? Yeah, let's go Jungle and then sure DB. I, I don't know if. I don't know if I could probably say a particular record because, like I said, when I first started playing Jungle, I was literally um, playing on my pal's decks who lived across the road from me. Um, I didn't know anything about mixing before that. Like, literally, Steve, big up Steve, Mr. Stephen Kibble. Um, this is the guy that showed me into this world. Um, he lived opposite me on my street. And... 
So what records were you mixing and listening to? Dr. Octagon, Blue Flowers, was one that I remember in the collection all the time. A lot of Joker records. Uh, Stamina was in my pal's collections. Like, I, I couldn't even tell you the names of a lot of the stuff. I really couldn't. Um, and it's not until it, I started to get into it properly. Um, the garage is where I started really getting into music, like knowing the names of the tunes, searching for the tracks, you know, like... Um, so that was your kind of jungle. Yeah. Because we, we, we were going to have Martin Lana uh, on. Uh, we'll probably catch up with him in season two. But he was uh, around the same time as you when... Jungle was born, 94 to 97, 98, and then kind of the garage started to take off yeah. like, like, like late... 96, 97, 97 for me. yeah. Um, I remember 500 records. Do you remember them? They used to be based at Brick Lane. I saw a geezer the other day and he went to me, yeah, you remember me? And then I looked at him and I went, no, and he went, I used to work in the Truman Brewery for, for this label. And I went, oh, yeah, 500 records. They used to just do limited editions. But going back pre-before that, uh, uh, Jalon, I used to go to the Royal Basildon Festival Hall to go and see wow. John Leach play. And that's in my soul days. So there's, and obviously there was Canvey Island, uh, Colin Hard, who was one of the big DJs around, there was um, Robbie Vincent. There was Chris Hill. They used to do the gold mine. Uh, but I always used to go and see John Leach because that gig was massive. Yeah. And they used to have um, Steve Walsh when he was alive. Uh, we, he used to do the Fatback Band, I Found Love. They did a cover right, of okay. it. But those soul days were massive. Oh, it was a I big soul. soul following in, in, in Essex, Basildon, because there was Colchester, there was Clacton on Sea. I'm just showing you a little bit about pre of your history and then yeah. how you would. Yeah, what type of music did you grow up with? Soul, man. My mum my listened to nothing but Elvis Presley, Barbara Streisand, and, and Northern Soul. Wow. Like that was pretty much it. Other than that, it was musicals. Um, my nan listened. My nan was Irish. She listened to a lot of Irish music. Other than that, my granddad listened to things like Buddy Holly and Andrew Williams. Like so, I was introduced to like composers of music quite early. You know, like Burt Bacharach. I, as a musician, like is a massive inspiration to me. Uh, Quincy Jones. Like the, these people, I've I've delved into like what these people have done in work for samples and just you know he produced uh, Quincy Jones he produced Everything. a New Orders tune did a Blue Monday uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and that's what I'm saying a lot of I mean if you're into production and and you take take in what goes in with production then you kind of move around and you would know that by listening to Garage a couple of good friends of mine I mean I started off with Cole Tough Enough Brown um, we we it's was the in the studio to together, yeah. yeah. And then basically, him and Matt Jam Lamont would go uh, 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 tough jam. It, that was a force to be reckoned with, and obviously they dominated uh, pretty much most of the nineties, yeah, uh, with their production and their remixes. And we're having it off. You, them you know guys I mean? there, they are literally like the primary reason for me playing garage completely and utterly i'd never i'd heard house music before and i'd heard 4-4 garage but I'd never heard garage with a snare like that in it mm. like it was just something about their sounds like it there was it was just different for me it was raw 
Mm. It, was, it was literally tough. And what what parties did you play at? What, when I'd done Garage? No, it was small things. The, the the biggest thing I ever done was a Garage Nation on Canvey Island oh, in uh, in a stairs nightclub, tiny little place on the seafront. Right. If you can call it a seafront. But, right. But, uh, yeah, no, I didn't play any party parties until the name J-Line come around, really. Oh, um, and then you were doing a lot of production or not? I got into production probably 2002, the end of 2002, I'd say. Um, yeah, it's nearly 20 years for me now, nearly. That's crazy. But the only reason I started making music is because I couldn't get certain tunes. And I thought, oh, I'll just try and make something like that. Um, if I can't get the track, I'll try and make something like it myself. Yeah. And and sometimes, originally back in the day, when I had no clue, like, I was, uh, I'm from Basildon, I was brought up, like, in a family where my, like, my dad was a peddler. Like, he literally went door to door selling discloths and tea towels, and my mum done the same thing. My granddad worked at Ford's, my man was a cleaner. Like, there was no musical influence in my family at all, really, except for... The music, what obviously. We heard, yeah, what yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. from them. Yeah, but there was no one in my family who was like musically driven. Um, my dad, my real, my real father, um, he literally is the only one that's got anything similar to me. He was a disco DJ in the seventies for a while. But still, being a selector is being a selector, right? It's there's got to be something. Yeah, but for, to say that there, there's something in your there's something in your blood. It's got. Do you know be, what yeah, I mean? It's got to be, that. especially if you've done what you've done, yeah. and the others didn't really have anything to do with with the, with the music. Um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting journey. So you came into the two thousands. So what do you use to make music? I have always used Reason. Okay. From Reason Two, I've 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 used their software. Um, I've ventured out into other software before. I can use other software, but my heart, my comfortability all lies within reason. A couple of weeks ago, I played about three or four of your tunes on radio. You know that, yeah, don't yeah, you? Did you, yeah. did you tune Thank in you. for that Thank one? Thank you very much. Yeah. The, the, the track that you started with is a big track close to my heart anyway. Yeah. It was something that I made for me. Yeah. Not for, with uh, V-dubs. Uh, no, the, uh, was it the In Love? Oh, in love. Yeah, yeah. That track there. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy. No, didn't with that. you do a reboot with V Dubs? Yeah, Greater Love. Greater Love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, that, Big up Vicky, that's man. my bridging yeah, yeah. tune. Sound Man, wherever you are, I need to send that to you because I've been playing that. And, and, and that was on, originally on uh, Elizabeth Troy, Mr. wasn't it? Sour, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to play, for that, play that for me for today. No, yeah, yeah, I've got to say, your production, because, you know, I've. It's following all of your journeys, and there's there's a bit where it just where it fits, and you get to hear the sound, and you go, "That's supposed to be what it sounds like." Yeah, you know, with the lights of Serum and Blade Runner and Voltage running away with everything when they when I first was schooling them up, they were that new school that came in, yeah, that just smashed and kicked the doors off, yeah, and and were the stroke analog digital kids, yeah, yeah, and they set the bar. Yeah, but they, it's they, nice to see that everyone. Kind of caught up now. Um, yeah, they steam. They steamrolled it. Yeah. As soon as them doors were open at, uh, at lockdown, big up guys as well, man. Like what? What a, a, a feat them guys have done. Like the yeah. three of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, it, and individually, as well. Like, yeah. see what, what I was going to say. What a, a strong team, and it's so beautiful to see something like that come from 
people that I'd really admire that like, I've seen over the years, like here and there, day to day. And even Critical know. Impact and, and even TI. It's not like they've been here. They've been going at this thing for at least 10, 15 years. Now. Yeah, yeah. We've, and that just shows you that they dedicated everything to what they needed to do. Yeah. Because this is what I'm saying to you, Jalen. A lot of people, they come and a lot of people go. We have this kind of fad now of internet DJs here today, gone tomorrow. Um, and really and truly, it stands the test of time. You're as good as your last tune, and you've got to keep pushing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? How have you, how, how have you found that? I mean, with Garage, it was a bit different because they kind of locked it off and didn't let anyone in. Yeah. And it was a bit like that for a long while, and then it broke off. You know, you had your MJ Coles and uh, and and uh, uh, more of a musical side to what was going on. Um, who was the other guy who was really Todd Edwards? Todd Edwards. So, Man, so, this, so there was, was a couple guy, people yeah. that were born out of that scene that kind of took it in their own direction yeah. and stroke went into the whole house. Uh, was crossing over into yeah. Wookie is another one. Yeah, Wookie. Wookie yeah. Like, big up Wookie. You know? Yeah, big up man. Yeah, like, that is what an inspiration. He's still an inspiration for me now in drums, like just down to the way he sounds. You know, mm. like I, I love his whole sounds, whether it would be at that speed or another speed his house music's amazing I think right. Mickey said something very important uh, in the early uh, interviews and a lot of people can relate to this is you must have been buying and getting the tape packs you would know yeah. a Brian G tape you would know a Ray Keith tape a Groove Rider tape yeah. a Fabio tape a Bookham tape a Randall tape a Kenny Ken tape um a Mickey Finn or a Darren Jake because we all had our own individual stamp on what was going oh, on God, yeah. and, and that's what gave us that identity mm. whereas I feel nowadays um, it's all on one monotone and no one's really thinking out of the box do you know what I mean yeah. but that's that's the difference between producer DJs and DJs you know what I mean like I played out over the weekend and I played at um, an after party and I feel the music J-Line do you know what I'm yeah. saying like you and like Gary I'm oh. passionate about it still do you know what yeah, I mean I was, I, I, be honest being honest with myself the, the move from from Jungle to Garage was because I'm really sorry guys was the sound of bad company at, for, at that time I didn't like it I didn't like it because I was into Jungle I liked the vocals and I liked the, the positive like ragged samples and it's it was bouncy it was jumpy to me you know like mm. it, i found it energetic and then i heard alien girl you know and then kind of kind of tunes there and i just it, it took me away from it don't get me wrong i love that stuff now because i just weren't ready for it at that time whatsoever i i, I think um if you look back uh um and actually, this is this is really important, and it's not a plug. It's not even a direct plug. But when I wrote my book, I wanted to show how quickly, within every two years, there was a change. Change like if you go from eighty-eight to ninety, change. Uh, Jungle te techno change, 90 to 92, 92 to 94, 94 to 97, 97 to 2000, yeah. do you know what I mean? And it was changing, it was just evolving. And if you weren't able to be a chameleon and adapt, and that wasn't just the sound, that was the gear that they were using, 
if you remember when Bad Company and Ed Rush and Optical came in, everything was macky. It was very clean. Yeah. It was very clinical. It was very simple. Maybe mm. six to eight elements, but everything you could hear was clean. Crystal clear, yeah. yeah. Even when you listen to Brocky and Ed Solo, they had grasped and nurtured that bass sound. Yeah. Uh, and made it into jungle. Do you know what I mean? Like, but but that was the crossover, I guess, and and that was very important. And I think, like, when you look at back at the timelines, I because I was, you know, we were all there from day one. But sometimes you forget how quickly it was, yeah. and as quickly, uh, unfortunately, as quickly as Garage came, it actually it, went. Yeah, it just like Dubstep long. did. But yeah. Jungle has maintained the mother throughout. Uh, throughout because we had the break scene, we had we had the the you know uh, the 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 the, the kind of like two step garage, and then we had like the dubstep thing, and they all came and went. Yeah, and they're they're now niche markets. It's kind of making a revival, isn't it? Exactly. I mean? it, it, it comes in, and as it goes out, it, <coughs> like a few little places hang on to it. Yeah, here and there. Yeah, it's like dubstep swept a wave over America. Yeah, I think that when Skrillex kind of jumped yeah. onto that whole electronic thing, yeah, um, it, it, and it still it still lives there. Yeah, you know, like you yeah. can still go to a big dubstep party over there, and there's thousands Massive, of people yeah. there still. But on the other hand, like my my friend Mala DMZ, uh, true to the roots, you know, they're still doing parties, and they've got a massive following, yeah. and um, and that's good to see, you know. Um, like and even when we was in the shop with youngster, you know, like forward those nights, those things that they were doing, um, were very, very way ahead of what was going on. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's it. They're the they're the, the things the innovators, man. It's that's all. Have all, you got any garage today? I might have a couple of tracks. I think you should start off with a couple of garage tunes and pay homage to that. Like if you can put I might have a couple of breakbeat tracks as well. Actually, yeah, just fling it all in to start off and get them work, worked up. I don't, I don't mind a bit of garage. My ex, see, my ex-wife used to go jungle and garage, so um, and she was bringing me a lot of the tunes and listening to them, and um, and obviously feeding our nephew who who go on to 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 kind of. Mix the two together of garage and house. Joy Orbison, he's All my right, nephew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! So when he did that high flamingo tune, I was like, wow! It was a real, yeah. You know what I mean? It was one of them seminal tracks that kind of crossed everything over together. Who was the first person that gave you your break, brother? My, the first person who gave me a break um, in the jungle was my best friend, who is now past uh, Ian Dean. Okay, uh, don't he? remember Dainty? No. He used to work in Mickey's shop. Okay. Um you, you, Mickey you, Finn, you know? Yeah. Mickey, a lot of people that's come along here. Um, Mickey was Mickey Yeah, was ego tripping as well, because yeah. all of you guys, he he, he had... Uh, uh, um, Me, Moddy, and, and uh, Ego. Modi were uh, modified three, motion, We were yeah. the first three releases on uh, Finn People. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was the beginning for me. Right. The true beginning of J-Line was right there. The change of the name was because of Mickey. I can't be having that, Jay. Can't be. He can't be called Hicks. He's like he's got to change your name. Got to change your name. And Mickey's so raw. You so You so so sad. I I used to clash with Mickey quite often because he he's just he's very opinionated. If you know him, <laughs> he seems to be more chilled out now though. Because so I've much. had a couple of personal situations where I've phoned him and um and he, and he's given me some really wise and um beautiful information, but. 
you know, Mickey's Mickey's from from the ends. He's from the streets, like all yeah. of us, working class, grafted all the way through. Opened up those doors. I'll tell you something about Mickey Finn. He used to love an egg sandwich. I know he's <laughs> vegan now, but when we used to go City Sounds, he used to come up in the mornings because they used to do their shopping. He used to go right. I'm getting a fried egg sandwich. Do you want one? I used to nip next door with him. And we used to get our fried egg sandwiches there when we were only in our 20s, brother. 22, wow. 24. Yeah, and, um, and Mickey's, Mickey's a... Listen, if it wasn't for Mickey, yeah. a lot of people wouldn't, including me, wouldn't have been going up north. He, he was like God up there. He was like, yeah. like he was, he's been a huge influence in, in this, in the foundations mm. of jungle drum and bass. And also uh, a very, uh, a gatekeeper like myself, bringing people in, networking people, joining people, opening up them doors. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. always thinking out of the box. So Mickey Finn, wherever you are, brother, we yeah, love you, mate. Bless you, man. Bless you. Um, and so, really, Mickey was like your your uh, someone that you looked up to. So he was oh, nurturing yeah. you, uh, uh, and he was um, Mickey was the first tape I ever heard. Right. Yeah. Mickey Mickey and Fearless was the first tape I, I ever heard. Wow. And that tape stayed with me for a long long time, mm. very long time. And then it was hype, and then yourself. Thank you. Yeah. No. No. It's very true. Um, and. The reason I loved your stuff because you was the dark jungle. That for me, like that was when I first started to hear like the, the darker jungle was like, no, you know what? I mean, it, the dark stuff's not that bad actually. I like this. Yeah. Uh, Mickey was because of those intros. He's a dub plate king. He was coming like an early David Rodigan, and you couldn't compete with that. But to a certain extent, I kind of lent the other way because I made Renegade Terrorist as a job dub tune because I was tired of this bumble clock this and this Ross this and this 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 and I thought everyone's just sampling any old music now yeah. from the reggae scene so that was my interpretation of dub and it worked yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I yeah I mean you couldn't you, you couldn't mess with Mickey for specials, bro. No. Nah. Like intros, specials. Yeah, no, he, he was, he the, was king. the dub, dub cutting plate king. Do you know what I mean? The amount of different different dub plates that, that, that I've heard from that guy. Just going to his house, actually, and being in a studio at the back of the, uh, like, to, to the back, his, his old garage. Um, I remember before he got rid of his records, there was just this wall of acetate wall of pure pure money and shattering like it, i was it cutting some plates amazing. but them men them men now they were cutting some serious plates they would yeah. do night sessions top bars him rider uh, peche at metropolis do you know what i mean they were the night sessions then there was the ghetto uh music house and then there was paul keys around the corner from me where i'd slip a few in at lunchtime do you know what i mean so and then go music house Wow! See, that was that was all that that Did was later. For, like, I I never got to go to London. I was like, when my mates were all going raving, I was young still. Mm -hmm. My mum didn't let me go out. That's being when the lights went off. Like that that was it. Like you ain't going out where I can't see you, let alone being outside where I can see you at dark. Yeah. Like, I, I, yes. And who, who was the first studio that you went to? <laughs> the first studio that I ever went to. Um, in my life was when I was 18 years old and it's um, my eldest daughter's uncle um, 
two uncles actually and it was a country music studio and uh, I was sitting in there learning how to use a piece of equipment called a VS2480 remember that the Roland yeah it was like a little like it all in one box I think, I think thing. Gavin had that actually yeah and look at yeah so uh, that's the first thing that I ever used that and Soundforge just editing audio um, and then I didn't touch anything studio wise for yeah like three years after that and then you and went that's when reason. I started making music yeah yeah, yeah. My my um my good friend Floyd Dice, the house crew, he uses Reason. Yeah. Uh, but he was all brought up. Big up Reason Cubans. Studios, by the way. Yeah, gotta say that. Like, cool. They're, they're the most massive part of my life when it comes to to music, really. Mm. Like Reason. that's the one with the wires. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Blade Runner used to use that, <laughs> and I actually might. I was thinking about using um, Ableton, but I might it's use Reason now. to go live it's beautiful now honestly can compare to what it was it really is and you know what if you're using uh any program uh, reasons of vst now so you can just open any of the machines in any other door okay like it's, yeah, it's very very user-friendly you made some bangers bruv thank you you've had some releases on uh, a few fair labels yeah uh name some of the labels that you've had stuff on obviously people, yeah um God, uh, I was I had a, a long stint with Biological Beats. Yeah, um, Big Up Fat Man. Uh, yeah, I was there for a little while. I released a lot of my. Um, that was like my thirteen to fifteen years, like two thousand thirteen, two thousand fifteen, sixteen. Um, I made a lot of my jump up stuff in in that time. Uh, a lot of the stuff that people know me for. I and you also had time. releases on Logan's, didn't you? Yeah, uh, Logan's, uh, something not long ago as well. Yeah. I've done a few things for Logan. Um, mostly my own label, um, Sound Bully Audio. Uh, but now, uh, at the minute, I'm doing an album for Lion Dub International. Brilliant. Big Up Eric. Yeah. Um, it's, I'd say, my most exciting project yet, uh, as I'm doing a, a Liquid and Jungle vocally driven album so yeah i'm gonna make some stuff for you guys to listen to for once isn't it so and then i've got another really exciting album project coming up with lined up after that um which i don't want to say too much about right now but you'll hear more about it soon um and then i'm making uh another project with dtr uh digital terror records in new york big up anthony Massio as well big up bro um yeah i'm doing another it's like an album project for them, so it'd be like three or four EPs. Over what, what I like about you and, and why I signed Serum Blade and obviously when Voltage was, was a duo was the versatility of what they could do. Yeah. Because I, I find now, um, and listen, there's no, there's no, I see uh, Tom EB says, uh, what you said about Monotone, I hope I can bring something different, something solely live. Well, it, oh, it is really important that that the youngsters, because otherwise their music won't survive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be, do you remember when there was just loads of stuff coming out and it was just, it was just a lot of throwaway music. There was no QC. There was no, no quality control no. whatsoever. Um, and I feel some of that 
is like that. They either go, someone does one tune, like always, and all, everyone goes in that direction. In that direction yeah. Just like when Eden Optical came, they all tried to go down yep. the same route. And it's very much the same-ish. Whereas if you stand back a little bit and think about the soulfulness and think about um, the musicality, then you're going to have a, a, a longer version. And don't copy everyone else. Just try and be you. Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you understand? And you have a very unique sound, which I like about it. Whether you do a jump up or whether you do a vocal tune, I can hear it in your production. So, yeah, big up yeah, for that, brother. Yeah, thank you, man. That means I, a lot. I, yeah, really no, and it's outstanding. And I think sometimes we don't give enough props to guys like you who have been there from, you know, yeah, it's not like you come yesterday. You're like all the rest of the guys that have put, 10, 15 years in, yeah. that now you're starting to get a few of the rewards. Get in there, yeah, yeah. man. It's still a struggle, though. I must admit, uh, most of the reward is the music that I'm making right now. I'm truly happy with it. Mm. I like the stuff that I'm making. I'm. It's got to the point where I feel like I'm making what I want to make. And... I've but I think you've got to go through that, right? Because even when you was doing the jump up, like ego tripping, and you you're known for it, it's nice to then have that under your belt. Yeah. It's 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 mad, Jay, like because I I'm a jazz man, and the stuff that I play and like the it gets unnoticed because people are like nah, that's not Ray Keith. But actually, I've got a couple of special things for you today. Oh, wicked! Well, well, like I done a tune called Rare Groove, which Slater. I mean, oh my God, Slater and Motive, <laughs> those guys. They're only in their twenties, bro. Mate, there's so many, so much good talent out there right now. It's actually ridiculous. Like, and and that's is. what I'm saying to you. Those guys Beautiful now. World. The soulfulness, the engineering, and they can do hard. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, I've got another young kid, Posk. He's from Birmingham. He's done a remix of um, Chasing Shadows, and it's just disgusting. Okay. And the way it is, it sounds like the it sounds like the breaks and the bass bends when he's doing the whole thing. And I was like, wow, he really went into the matrix. But that, what I'm saying to you is, even you, with the likes of you, like when I listen to that. Uh, greater love which is one of my pals tunes I was like wow it's got that essence of jungle that little jungle uh, magic gold dust that you just think to yourself wow this sounds yeah, amazing we, did, we didn't want to push that too far away no. from what it already was yeah. you know yeah. it was more about having a nice fresh version of that track to play yeah. and me and Vicky it I love Vicky. Vicky, V-dubs, wherever you are. I said to her the other day, I said to her, she played it over the weekend for us um, at uh, E1. I said, do you remember, I saw you about 10 years ago, we were in Ibiza, and I played in Ibiza for AWOL when they were at, um, one. you know the club that they put all the foam in? Uh, not Eden, is it? Is it Eden? Eden, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, she was playing then. I went and I listened to her whole set, and I was like, well, I, "Blew me away." She plays better than some geezers. She's one of the right? best drum and bass DJs out there, mate. Without a doubt, and that's the passion. Like, that, that's what the, I'm saying right there. She's one of the best, best drum and bass yeah. DJs. Very nothing, underrated uh, DJ. That's why I, I, I want her on all our shows to to make, give her a platform to showcase because she is a badass DJ and yeah, fearless, cool. like drawing tunes. And like I was like, wow. And I love watching her play. Big up uh, MC Enemy as well. Come on, you Becky. know what I mean? Yeah, that, I the, love that. The GTA girls, right we love you. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Totally that's what I like. I like that 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 passion, that energy. Oh my god, is that the time already? Do you want to 
Yeah, so who ga- who else gave you a break? Mickey was the one that gave me the break, really. Um, and that was through my pal Ian. I, I met my pal Ian. He saw me playing at a radio station and I was playing my own tunes and like... What radio station? I was playing on Charge FM. Um, Charge FM back in, in Basildon. It was like, I was like, that's what I'm saying. I've never gone out. I've never gone out of the local. Like the biggest thing I was doing was playing the radio. Um, and then Ian done this show it was like syndicate and charge come together and uh ian's nudging the guy he's like "Who's this dude like playing all these full cycle bits like it sounded like full cycle dubs i didn't even know who full cycle was like i, I didn't i had no clue i was it yeah it took me under his wing he's like i need to show you some people i met brocky i met devious devious big up devious man i ain't seen devious in a little while yet but Richard Raindance, another man that gave me a, a, an early opportunity. The first time I played a gig out in London as J-Line was in the Blue Rooms at SE1 at Raindance. Wow. And from that day, I played the, the next five parties after that party as well. So that gave me a really, really good shout into it. Um, my brother, Rough Stuff, um, he's been a constant uh, positive light for me. He's given me a good push in, in a lot of directions. Yeah, big up, rough stuff. Yeah. I've been, I've known him since we was resident at, at um, Bar Rumba for like nearly 10, 12 years. And yeah. that, that's, that's when we all first started together. And yeah, then, yeah. Then we were all at, um, all of them places like Laser Drome and just spots in London. Do you know what I mean? Where we, where we would play. Do you know what I mean? Big up, rough stuff, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's my brother right there. Definitely, and uh, oh, me and Ruffy, we've done some good work along the ways. Some good, good work along the ways. Um, Brian, mate, Brian G as well. Like, it, it, he he put some of my music out before. Like, it was he took a couple of the bits that were like I never thought would go anywhere. You know, they were the strange bits. No, nope. I took these tunes, put them out. Got play from Andy C on one of them. It's the only tune to this day I think that Andy's ever played of mine. But like, yeah, Brian, big up Brian as well, man. He's he's been yeah. a, a Brian was massive influence as well. as well. Yeah. But, but you are a sound guy, aren't you? You're on both the sets. You're an engineer and you're It's my world, you're, you're, my life. You're yeah. a, you're an artist. I mean, growing up, what else did you do? Did you have a trade? Um I, I'm I'm a qualified salesman by trade. Um but other than that, computers have always been my world. Um, I, I've I've been a technical-minded person from as long as I can yeah, remember. Yeah, like modified motion. That, that, that yeah, like, like, yeah. Oh, that whole little era of you we guys. We were tech kids, yeah. bruv. Like, yeah, I've, there, there ain't a console that I haven't had taken apart and put back together. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just that kid. Truly believe that there was. Like, I know they call it ADHD or whatnot now, uh, but I've definitely got an overactive mind. Without a doubt, like I'm, a, a, I learn still now as much as I learned back when I was twenty years old or ten years, fifteen years old. Mm. My brain's still sponging. Um. So yeah, no, I love it. I do. And what influences did you take to build your sound? What 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 were the what were the people that you thought? Yeah, I like that. That's no. an easy one. That's God. clips. Zen. Pretty much Formation Records. So it was Clips, then G-Dub, Hazard, Twisted. 
them guys right there for what J-Line become, like... But they were the next gen, weren't they? they when were you look at Twisted. Me. I mean, Twisted, uh, when he was on formation, he was the golden boy of yeah. that label. Like yeah. he was he was the one that S pushed and had a great three year yeah. smashed it out of the park, didn't he? Yeah, Do you know he what did. I mean? It felt like longer than three years as well. Yeah. But then it was maybe five years. He had a good bloody run. He had a really good run, bro. Yeah. Like and then I had the honour of, of doing um a remix for him not that long ago a few years ago like no twist that was that's a good time for me the whole that, that whole generation generation dub for me probably that they were probably the guys that i really most mm. i clung to that that sounds hard very very hard i think hazard as well all of them they Boss set man. the tone for it, even though it was classed as jump up, it wasn't really jump up because it crossed over, didn't I, it? Was, it was so up, I don't know. I don't know how you describe that. Yeah, it up was front drummer bass yeah. is what we called it back at yeah. that point. That's what we was calling yeah, it because it, 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 it kind of left that side to it. It was like, hang on a minute, I know what they're doing, but we're doing our own thing. Yeah, and all of their tunes. I mean, even now, Hazard is like he's a genius, brother. Uh, absolute genius, mate. He is an absolute genius. And clips as well, because they think out of the box and they don't do what everybody else does. From making from, yeah. from here, like yeah. that's something I've always tried to do, man. Is 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 be me in it. Um, no matter where the sound is going, you like like you said, like you'll notice in my tracks, like you can go through my whole history of music. I'm not doing what they're doing. I'm doing what I I want to do. Mm. I I I go with my feelings. I've always made music going with my feelings because that's not always easy though is it when you no uh, it's really not <laughs> when you uh when you look back and when you choose integrity um it's it's not that easy to kind of because sometimes you don't get the booking sometimes you don't get the adulation and sometimes you've got to sit on almost like it's a super sub and yeah. then you'll have your moment go on and smash it and everyone will be like wow um I want to book this geezer because he he sounds so different from from everybody else. Yeah. Um, if you've just joined us, we're on the blueprint episode uh, twenty seven, season one has come to an end. So J Line is our last guest uh, for the first season. I'm gassed that he's on the show because this guy here, Mate, thanks for having he, me. He, he makes some unbelievable music, and this is what the blueprint's all about: is to is to grab hold of the people and and let you guys know where it's all coming from and look at all the connections with Mickey and biting back records and yes. do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a massive like our whole scene. It's a, such a huge tapestry of talent. Like and it's quite entwined because a lot of people wouldn't know. I mean, I remember when I remixed the Twist. You remember that change, the twist. twist by was, one of Mickey's why? boys. Um, oh, it will come back to me. What was his name? Not the Force. No. Special K. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. he was massive. Yeah, he was. He and was I remixed bit. a tune called The Twist, and and I put. Oh mate, I could tell you exactly. I remixed it. I took it to Miami. Um, we were playing at the uh, formation party 
SS was behind me and I was mixing it, mixing it, mixing it. And as the gunshot went off in the tune, I just dropped it and the whole place went mad because it was that that sound and then the aiming and the bass. Yeah. And it just it it just smashed it to pieces. Yeah. I'm actually going on uh, a little trip to America wow. for a month. I'm, I, you know what? We've all been in lockdown for so long. Yeah. I need to go and see my friends. Yeah. So uh, I'm taking a little trip over to America soon. And uh, you know what? I'm going to be giving some of my tracks to a few of my friends just to see some of the parties over there. Yeah. And I've, I haven't heard any of my music out in another place somebody for else playing while, for yeah. a little while yeah. still yeah well it's nice you know and also how, how did how did you deal with lockdown brother um lockdown was difficult it was very difficult but um i had some good support throughout it um and i think i just i just kept my head down just cracked on with it really um i had to my my mum's so i've been dealing with my mum she's uh, had some health issues but she's getting loads better now uh, so that's pretty much it, it was all about family for the past couple of years trying to just focus in my head a little bit because i lost the music for a while the, the the whole that whole period just kind of yeah it was a blase of life if you like and uh yeah it took a little while to pull back but i did yeah we got there in the end yeah. Well, by the tunes that you sent me the other day, I was like, wow, it's like, you got some bangers on there, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's a feeling, bro. That's it. Yeah, no. I let no, it rule me. 100%. Well, look, I want to get you on the deck shortly. Is there anybody you want to you wanna thank uh, and, and say thank you to? Uh, the, the, yeah. The, yeah, no, really, truly is. Like, uh, firstly and foremostly, everybody that's locked in now, thank you very much for taking the time out to listen. Um, secondly, every single member of my family, everyone that's shown me support, um, all of you drum and bass heads out there, new and old, um, thank you. Keep it up. Yeah, stay positive. Let's uh, spread the love. When did you, when did you think that you were gonna you, you were actually gonna do this for a living? Like when when was the point where you went? So you come out of the jungle, went into the garage come back out of garage then went back into jungle dmv it's all vocals for me okay it was, it, it was because i had this sound that i loved and then grime appeared as well and I, I didn't like like well no it was the jungle and then jungle went to drum and bass into garage and the garage was all vocally and bumpy still and then the garage disappeared and the grime came back around and it's not my thing. It, it weren't my thing, you know. Like I just didn't like that aggressive kind of, kind of street sound at the time. So I went back to what was more positive sounding to me, mm. and it ended up being that that upfront drum and bass sound. But yeah, it's it's, it's been a, a journey. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think there's some big things going to happen for you, bro, because I could just feel that vibe and the music. And sometimes, listen, I made loads of tunes back in the day and they were so ahead of their time, J-Line, that when you put them out, people didn't understand them. Yeah. And then five years later, they're like, oh, I get it now. Because you're, you're looking forward, you're not looking back. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't look, I can look back and I can appreciate, but it, 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 if I've made a, a drum break and uh, 
so for instance, when I listen back to the remix of Physical and yeah. I listen to the technicality of that tune, I'm like, we smashed it. Yeah. I can never do anything because it was at that time, it was way ahead of its time. Um, but it was the technicality of what was going on. And that's a moment in time. And I think as well, what I wanted to say to you was, see when you like you were making the jump up and you were going through the gears, it's almost like you've got to go through those years of progression to actually get where you are today, to be a mature Jedi student. Do you yes. see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally Does that make sense? Yeah, the, you, I, I wouldn't feel as comfortable and confident doing what I'm doing without the experience. Mm. without a doubt it's taken and, and it's it's not just all good experience either it's just experience in general mm. like yeah no I've I think you do like it, it does take a long time to be I'm furniture I'm not going anywhere mm. you know I know that I know I'm not going anywhere um did you, whether, ha did you have I to convince yourself artist, of that? Whether, yeah, whether I ended up being the biggest artist or the smallest artist, artist in the world, I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm, I'm here. But you're coming from Mickey Finn's stables, so you would have had that in you already. You would right. you would have know how to deal with a door that closes. You yeah. would have know how to deal with a door that opens, and you're always grateful. So that, that, yeah. those are the those are the I things. I guess I never actually really looked at that like that. Okay. Like I was purposely looking for the doors, like. I, I have just pretty much flowed along with it. But I guess saying that, it just gives me a bit of an epiphany that I must have had some really good guardians in my time. 100%. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I think, I think you're shaped and you're moulded and with the likes of Mickey Finn, it's already, when he pushes you on that yellow brick road, you're halfway yeah. right down to see the Wizard of Oz anyway. Yeah. Do so you know, you know what, what I'm saying? So coming back to when you said I've got anyone to thank, uh, you know what, anybody that's put their hand on my shoulder and pointed in a direction... I thank you very much. Thank you that very, very that, much. That was because, important. Yeah, you've well, all been a part of what is shaping what I am now and what I'm going to be. So, yeah, I'm appreciative. Thank you very much, guys. What's the biggest part you played at? Rampage. Wow. Yeah. I haven't done that. Mate. Sick. Best day of my life. Best day of my life. How many people? Uh, 17,000, uh, 15 and a half thousand tickets sold, I think it was. Because like I think the one I saw, um, Voltage, uh, uh, King of the Rollers, was like 30,000, 50,000. It was ridiculous. Oh, that was, the, yeah, that was, it's like 15,000 capacity venue. And I don't know if it was the weekend that they done. It must have been a massive. Yeah, but it's it was 30,000. It, 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 it was just inside an arena, people. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's uh, the Sports Palais in, um, in Antwerp. Right. It's a uh, 20,000 capacity venue, but they've got a massive part of it shut off. So there's yeah, like the 15 to 17,000 people, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I've it, literally, I d uh, don't know if you remember the music video of Michael Jackson, um, Man in the Mirror. Yeah. At the beginning, you, all you see is that sea of people with the lighters in the head. Yeah, in yeah. That felt like Michael Jackson for a second. Wow. We were stood on top of a box. There was fire coming out of the side of it. Like That was the first moment where we, me, Leveller, and, and his guy, Qdon was down on the stage like we actually had a couple of moments where we looked at each other like yes excuse my language but like yeah this is this is this is where this yeah. is what we're doing it for yeah. is this right here so big up all the Rampage guys for the best day of my life thank you um, funniest moment ooh funniest moment there's been so many come on there's been one out of so many 
but there's not hotting up anyone. Uh, I'm gonna say the name, but I'm not gonna say what happened. <laughs> I love Joe Unknown, <laughs> yeah? And all I'm saying is Joe Unknown is one guy, that, the only guy that truly has had me in stitches for the complete duration of being at a party in Belgium. Right. Um, it was at a City Flow, so big up Frank and Carlos as well at City Flow. Um, it was at City Flow. Blackley, Blackley was there. I was there. Um, and uh, I think it might have been Joe's second time that he'd ever been abroad doing a gig. He was so drunk. He was so drunk. He didn't hurt anyone. He didn't hurt himself either, but he looked like he might have a couple of times nearly hurt himself a couple of times. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know if any of you have seen the music video where he ends up in a in a bathtub. No. Uh, yeah, it's close to that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, big up John known for always. Actually, every single time I see him, he's the funniest man in drum and bass for me. Wow. Definitely. Episode 27 of the original Blueprint show. I want to big up Thames Delta. My, my team here have been incredible. The studios are incredible. I haven't had to join any wires together or <laughs> tap the... Um, the Wi-Fi, or just basically abandon the show. Um, so thank you, D Big D, Dorian. Thank you, Claire Quest. Thank the whole family. Thank you for putting this platform together so we can interview dudes yeah. like this. Um, J-Line in the building, he's going to go and play some music and we're going to enjoy the, this week's Jubilee because I'm a royalist uh, and, and we love all that. And I'm, I'm going to let... Let J-Line do his ting, man. I'm going to shout out on uh, Facebook. Bigging up everybody on Facebook. Bigging up everybody on Twitter. Bigging everybody up on Twitch. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, basically, this is the original blueprint. Don't forget this Thursday is our Queen's Jubilee special. Uh, if you've got an invite, if you've been invited, we're having food. Two-piece chicken's going to be rolling out. Woo! I'm going to be doing a set with Fearless, uh, one till two. Uh, can we get the, uh, the the poster up of all the artists playing? And I'll name check the artists just before. Oh, my gosh. So, there's myself, J-Line. There's Conrad Subs. There's Martin Nitrum. There's Elisa. There's Mr. Quest. There's Therapy, Ribs, Bones, Lady Nikki, Whitey, Marky, KLR, Knight, Dave Itch, Dynasty, uh, Darkspin, Platinum, DJQ, IED, uh, you got Formula, Parody, DJ MX, uh, you got Elisa on there twice. Uh, you, got, yeah, you got you got uh, you got JMC, you've also got Elegance and you've got Therapy. MCs, Fearless, Foxy, Stars and Deezer, AMC, Y. Wiser. Wiser. Uh, you got Togs, you got Cobber, you got Prankster, you got Sibs, you got TT Ace, and you got ST Ranger, but to name a few, you got Caribbean food, soul food, you got cream teas. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be doing a little uh, sign in of my book. Um, and also, I'll be having some USBs. Um, so if you want to come over, I'll be doing a little chat. Q&A out in the open and yeah we're just here to mingle we're out of the pandemic now it's nice to be out we'll be outside so there'll be there'll be plenty of um well we'll be in fresh air anyway and I don't know if they got a setup for outside 
Um, I'm not sure if it's happening. I think it's in all happening inside, but maybe we'll have a speaker outside. Yeah, we're going to be outside. Ju ju still. Just to be piping it out. But right now, J Line is in the building. I'm going to grab myself a microphone and an iPad. Uh, I'm going to be doing out some shout outs, and trust me, this brother is going to be letting off some tunes. If you've just tuned in, it's the original Blueprint, episode 27. Can you believe it? I want to thank everybody who stuck with us every Tuesday between 1 and 3 and supported us. To all the artists that's passed through, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate you. We've got mad love for you. And, oh, my gosh, we're just, we're just hotting this place up because season two is going to be absolutely outstanding. We're going to have a four- to six-week break. And then, um, and then we'll be back. So I'll be back with those um, those dates. But the Dreadcast, thank you very much. The Dreadcast will be here every Thursday between one and three. So I'll be going down to one day a week on the on your airwaves. But right now, J Line in the building, letting off two tune. Let's be having you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Danny Lager and also everybody in the feed right what now. Send this one out to Darren, send this one out to Terry Wilson. Where's my ladies at? Send this one out to Isaac Santos. Run to tell your friend It's the original blueprint Picking up the Queen's Jubilee this week 70 years, you know, doing what she's been doing Queen and country. J line on the decks, tearing it up. Send this one out to Matthew. Send this one out to Steve Hayden. Rongo, tell your friend and please keep sharing the show. What? Oh gosh. Some jungle business. J line. Laying off some dubs. <laughs> Send this one out to Roly, send this one out to Tracy, send this one out to Jumanji. Picking up all the people on the feed. Send this one out to Kaz. Send 
Don't forget on Thursday you can catch me at Soho House <laughs> with Brixton Streetwear. Also Saturday I'll be in Bristol for Rumble in the Jungle. Send this one out to Sarah Perkins. Them don't want walk in at this bar. If you want step in at the back and feel go ahead. Try don't but I climb over this wall. You better know I say I'm me run do all down red. I see them coming, I see them running, I see them coming, I show no fear. I see them coming, I see them running, I see them. I see them a walk and a free woo. Some of them attack with them see Some are follow me, oh no. In a dark, in a sea, no, no. None of them want to see me go out the hill, oh no. None of them want to see me fail, oh no. That now go prevail, oh no. So we tell them why. Them don't want to walk in this far. If you want to step in the back and feel, go ahead. Try down, but I climb over this far. You better know, say I'm here on the whole down red. I see them coming, I see them running. I see them coming, I show no fear. I see them coming.
Episode 27, Season 1.
J-Line in the building. It's the Blueprint, episode 27. Season one, thank you for tuning in. Picking up the Mickey Finn. Looking for light, chasing the light, chasing the high, maybe tonight. We catch a vibe, we're tight, maybe tonight. Waving goodbye, looking for light, chasing the light, chasing the high, maybe tonight. We catch a vibe, we're tight, maybe tonight. Waving goodbye.
some history of jungle yeah picking up my brethren sound man elizabeth troy this is one of the first tunes ever go to number one from an underground scene do you know that and and it mean it meant everything to us sound man wherever you are brother i love you you know that like this guy changed my life (laughs) just before you go into that i went to stonebridge one time they kidnapped me literally he's like yeah you're coming to the studio so i went in the studio and brethren they didn't let me out they kept me in the studio and was smoking weed. And it's only because everyone fell asleep and he fell asleep on the desk. I woke up with some with some salt in my eyes and I was like, I need to get out of here. And it was seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and that wow. was in Stonebridge, bruv, like back in the day. So you know how hairy that was. Do you know what I mean? What? J-Line in the building, you know. Picking up V-dubs as well. This is a little rendition, a little remake of one of the originals, Elizabeth Troy, Soundman. Let's go. <laughs> Picking up everybody in the feed. This one's for all the ladies out there. Send this one out to the Queen. 70 years in power doing what she's been doing. Whole heap of madness she's been through. The Queen's Jubilee, 70 years, you know. It's taken some time to finally come around to understand your love, to know that it's the only Come on. Picking up V-dubs, love to enemy MC, GTA, crew, hold tight. J-Line, absolutely fire. Can I get some fire emojis and love art emojis? Let's go. Picking up Brian G, picking up the full cycle. Picking up Jumpy Jack Frost, picking up the rough stuff. R.I.P. to Skibber. Send us an answer, Dave. Hashtag Norwich. Picking up everybody that came out to Blueprint on Friday E1. Picking up all the eyes. Let's go. 
J-Light coming like the dub plate master. Whoa. Don't forget, please keep sharing the show. It's J-Line Blueprint, episode 27. Some jungle business for real. Send this one out to Rene, send this one out to Tara, send this one out to Terry Wilson, send this one out to Chris. Take your time, you're too fast. Send this one out to Dino. Letting the music breathe. Letting J-Line take you on a journey, beginning, middle and end. The blueprint, baby. Picking up Lions Up International. J-Line in the building.
Shailene in the building. Episode 27, it's J-Line. Producer Dorian Quest, picking up our Temps Delta family. Don't forget the Queen's Jubilee this Thursday, 2nd of June. Oh my gosh, here we go. Alright, Peter Skibber. Send us one out to Julia Warren, send us one out to Chris Boying Langley.
minus nine minutes to go. It's J-Line in the building. Episode 27 of the Blueprint. Bobby Gagan, catch us. Queen's Jubilee. 70 years.
Don't forget you can catch me this Thursday. Jubilee special.
Don't forget the Queen's Jubilee on Thursday. It's gonna be hot. your socials dayline uk um yeah i'm on here now it's working excellent yeah the socials if you want to get me on facebook it is uh jayline uk forward slash jayline uk if you want to get me on insta it is jayline uk official if anybody's trying to add me on the jayline um sound bully account that's not me <laughs> Um, all these hackers nowadays, yeah, that's um, that's somebody else. So, yeah, the official Instagram is JLine UK official. And get me on TikTok now, JLine 101. So, cool. All the socials, one more from us. Bigging up everybody that's taken part in the blueprint for the last 27 weeks. We thank all our guests. JLine, thank you very much, brother. Absolutely Welcome. outstanding. Bigging up my Thames Delta family. Peace. We're out of here. We're going to have a four to six week break but i'll keep you posted last one from us have yourselves a beautiful jubilee bank holiday peace we're out